When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lally. The Steelers back at practice on Monday. They threw a little change up at everybody. And instead of holding their practice uh, at St. Vincent College decided to go over to Latrobe Memorial High School Stadium or Latrobe Memorial Stadium, I should say. Sometimes they play some high school games over there, but the uh, the high school also has its own football field. Uh, but the grass surface over there was in good shape, and so they decided to go over there. And they also did that uh, as an opportunity uh, for fans to come over into that uh, sit into that uh, facility and uh, help raise a little bit of money for the Latrobe High School Athletic Fund and, and other things there. So. Uh, Steelers went ahead and did that and a bunch of guys back in the lineup uh, today for the Steelers. I thought that would be the case, uh, as, um, we saw Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, back in, in pads. We saw Larry Ogunjobi in pads for the first time. He didn't, he's into things. He jumped right back in, uh, you know, Chase Claypool was out there running some stuff. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick was there. Um, who else there? I mean, it was just a bunch of guys who had been sitting out over the last uh, few weeks are starting to ramp things up again here as we get the, into, into uh, preseason week number one. The Steelers, of course, uh, host their first preseason game on Saturday at Acrisure Stadium. And I thought this was going to kind of be the case how Mike Tomlin would handle things in that I don't expect a lot of those guys to play on Saturday. Mike Tomlin will let us know about that uh, later in the week. But I, I did expect them to at least start to get acclimated or reacclimated to things uh, starting this week to ramp them up to, to play in next week's preseason game in Jacksonville. That will be the big one, I would think. It kind of gives you a little clue on how Tomlin is leaning uh, in, in terms of what he plans to do in this preseason. Remember, the Steelers last year had four preseason games because they played in the Hall of Fame game. This year, like everybody else last year, they only have three. So we don't know how Mike Tomlin is going to handle only three preseason games. My feeling is, uh, you know, maybe he has a few more offensive starters play this week uh, when, this, when the Steelers are at home. Uh, but you're not going to see Cam Hayward or TJ Watt or guys like that or any of these guys who are coming back off of injuries. Tyson Alulu also activated from the pup list on Monday. So kind of follows through with that. Uh, so they're getting a little bit more healthy in that respect. But... 
they are all they did get a little more banged up uh, in this practice because it was a physical practice. Uh, the Steelers really getting after it in this one. And uh, so you, you saw some guys uh, um, leaving this practice early. Um, you saw Kevin Dotson uh, leave with uh, a little bit of an ankle. Um, he was in and out of the lineup, uh, but he was already playing behind Kendrick Green uh, with the twos in this practice. They weren't really rotating all that much, at least unless Green, uh, unless uh, Kevin Dotson injured that ankle earlier than I thought. It was pretty much Kendrick Green in there with the starters. So that that's kind of been what I've been reporting all along here, that uh, you know the expectation is that Green will win that job, and it's sure starting to look that way. Uh, but Alex Highsmith went out with some uh, ribs. Uh, he had a rib injury. Deontay Johnson's got a bit of a hip flexor. Uh, that's not nothing major there. He he looked good today. Uh, Jannard Avery's dealing with a groin. Uh, Kevin Dotson the ankle. And from uh, Saturday's practice, saw uh, Derek Watt uh, dealing with a shoulder injury as well. So you know, they've had some physical practices here the last couple of days uh, when they have practiced. None more physical than the one that they had on Monday. Uh, had a goal line drill that was very hotly contested. Uh, the, the team run drill was very physical as well. And uh, Ogan Joby made a couple of plays there right away that uh, really showed what he can be perhaps with this team. He's, he can, he's, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be a handful for teams as well. So the defensive line is going to look really good. I uh, watched a lot of the one-on-one -on -one offensive line, defensive line drills today. And um, that defensive front, I don't know if there's anybody who is going to be more happy when training camp is over in the entire NFL than Chuksakora for. Because Chuksakora for every day in one-on-one -on -one blocking drills has to go against TJ Watt. There's that's a no-win situation because even, you know, the core four, you know, wins his share of those things. But there's a reason why TJ Watt uh gets double and triple teamed so much. That's a handful uh, of, of a player for anybody one-on-one -on -one in one-on-one -on -one situations like that. So uh, Cora for uh, after on his, he, he uh, won one, lost one, or lost two, and then, uh, or, I'm sorry, he lost one, two, and, and, and lost one in his first couple of reps against T.J. Watt. And then Watt, uh, who had tried to spin move on him, tried to go inside, uh, before that and, and, you know, did some TJ Watt like things, uh, with his hand placement. And he's just so quick with the hands, uh, on the third one, a core force kind of setting up, waiting for, for that uh, spin move or finesse move, something, whatever it is, and watches, it goes with a straight bull rush and bull rushed him back, back into the pocket. And, and, uh, you just saw a core for kind of looked over at, at, uh, his teammates, when he got done, is like kind of shrugged his shoulders, like, what am I supposed to do here? I mean, this guy's unblockable in a one-on-one -on -one situation like that. So kind of felt for Chooks and for in that situation. Like I said, I guarantee when this is all over and done with, uh, he will be a very happy man. Uh, but it's making him better, I, I guarantee you that, because he's not going to – when he gets into games, it's not going to be any harder than what he's just faced this, this entire training camp. Uh, same thing for Green, as a matter of fact. He's lining up against Cam Hayward over there in that left guard spot. And, uh, you know, hey, Cam Hayward's going to bull rush anybody. He got him one time, but Green didn't know, you know, he held his own over there. Uh, I saw the same thing when I watched those two on Saturday. 
Um, Green is he is game to the task for sure. And, uh, you know, that's that's been a good battle as well. Um, you know, so they they're, uh, the, the, you know, Mike Tomlin likes to always say iron sharpens iron in that kind of situation. That's exactly what happened. But Steelers getting much more healthy. And uh, that's not a bad thing at this time of year, uh, you know, as, as long as they uh, continue to avoid uh, all the, the typical uh, bumps and bruises that aren't too bad and avoid the major injuries. And they did that. Uh, if you remember, Cam Sutton left practice last week uh, with uh, with a knee injury. He was back out there today with nothing on the knee, no brace, nothing. He wasn't favoring it at all. In fact, he was out there taking snaps with the first team defense. So, you know, it's it's not, uh, you know, we're, we're heading into week three of this uh, training camp 2022. And thus far, the Steelers coming through this relatively unscathed. We'll see if that continues, but I'm going to take a break. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'll be back with more after this. Welcome back. I am the Dale Lally. This is the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And uh, we're starting to get into the kind of the, I, hate, I don't want to call it the dog days of training camp because it's not been hot out here, all that hot anyways. They have dealt with, the Steelers have dealt with a lot of rain. Uh, that has forced them to move some things around. Um, but we are getting into that period where you do want to see some guys uh, you know, if they showed up early in, in training camp, uh, you know, can they continue to do so? We're starting to see more uh, guys, uh, you know, in pads working against each other. And so you start to uh, to you come to some realizations about things, start to come to some uh, up with some ideas on, on deeper dives into things. And um, it became obvious to me that the Steelers are really – I mean, they're really trying to build that line of scrimmage and uh, on both sides of the ball. And so you see that competition on a daily basis. As I mentioned, you know, they do team run every day. Uh, that is a live period. Uh, if Monday's practice, they closed out with a goal line drill that was physical. Um, you know, at one point, uh, Ryan Clark, who was here uh, with some of the other guys from his podcast, and the offense threw a couple times in short yardage situations, which you are allowed to do in the NFL. Uh, Steelers trying to score from two in that situation. So it was almost like a, a repeat of seven shots. But in seven shots, they typically throw the football. They have tried some runs in, in some of these situations. They were set up for power in these, in these situations. And then, yet they were still throwing the ball at times out of some of those power formations. And Clark came across yelling about um, – you need to run the ball. You need to run the ball. You need to run the ball in this situation, yeah, trying to help the defense out a little bit. And uh, so the Steelers did run the ball with that next play, but it was an end around by Steven Sims. And he went into the end zone untouched. Uh, the offense has started to look a little bit better. Uh, as I mentioned, starting last Wednesday, I thought Mitch Trubisky looked sharp again today. Um, he threw touchdowns on his first two passes and seven shots. Then they had a drop. 
Uh, you know, there was some there was some stuff going on there, but I thought he's looked good over the last uh, the last few days here of, of, of practice. As has Kenny Pickett. Mason Rudolph has looked exactly the way he has the entire time. He's been kind of the one constant there for the Steelers at the quarterback position. Um, but the offense is starting to catch up to the defense a little bit, and that should give uh, that should make some uh, Steeler fans happy. I know everybody wants defense, 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 but you need that offense to hold up its end of the bargain as well. And so, you know, at one point in this practice, uh, Benny Snell, uh, who was subbing for Najee Harris, who's one of those guys who's still not back, although he was in shoulder pads on Monday, uh, Benny Snell broke off a run up the middle. Uh, it was a nice seam there created by uh, center Mason Cole and left guard Kendrick Green. And he snuck in th- you know, through that hole between those two guys and, and ripped off about a 12-yard run. And uh, the, uh, the offensive guys were really excited about that. In fact, you saw Mitch Trubisky run down and, and you know, was kind of slapping. Uh, he was the first guy there to help uh, Benny Snell up after that run. So starting to see some signs of things like that. We're starting to see more holes there. Now, at the same time, when you see a hole like that created or something like that happen, well, you know, conversely, the defense didn't do something right. But the defense won its share of these battles as well. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that first preseason game. Uh, you know, is the offense, does the offense look like it, it has here over the last few days? Does the defense look suffocating as it has throughout much of this camp? That's why we play these games. Can't wait to see that first preseason game. That'll come later this week. Uh, but as I said, I don't expect to see a lot of the frontline defensive players in there. Offensively, I do expect to see some of those guys play in that first preseason game. That's going to do it for today's Dale Lally Show. We'll be back again tomorrow to uh, recap uh, some things that happened in practice, some thoughts on things that I've seen or heard out here over the over the course of this whole thing. Uh, but uh, you can also listen to our other shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Got all your team coverage here, Pirates, Penguins, of course, the Steelers, Pitt and Penn State as well. Uh, Give us a like. Uh, Let people know that uh, the shows are out there. We appreciate that. And I'll be back to talk to you again tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.